Hey, guys, it's Abdul for the good folks over at Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware, downtown Indianapolis. Might I recommend, now that your young person has walked across that stage, you get them over to Leon Tailoring, get them to their career services division. That's right. In this economy, even though jobs are plentiful, it won't help you if you don't look the part. So at Leon Tailoring Career Services Division, they got the perfect thing that your young man or young lady needs to get them off into the world of work and at very reasonable and affordable prices. And heck, who knows? You might even see something for yourself if you're looking for a new job. So swing on by Leon Tailoring, their career services division, Larry Norm, Kim, and Judy, always glad to help you out. Leon Tailoring, 809 North Delaware in downtown Indianapolis. Well, with the Indiana primary just a few days away, we figured folks would need some help uh, in deciding who to vote for or what issues are important. So we're joining us on the news line right now is Debbie Wuthnow. Uh, she is the president of Guide, And so, Debbie, thank you very much for being with us. We do appreciate it. Uh, it's my pleasure. Uh, so help us out here. Uh, what exactly is Guide? Well, iVoterGuide.com is a website that evaluates uh, candidates that are on the ballot with the goal to help conservative voters identify the candidates who share their their values, specifically biblical values. Where do they stand on the issues? And we do that with a deep dive on each candidate, looking at who they've given money to, who they've received money from, if they've ever held office, how were they scored by various organizations. That, um, that score candidates. We've gathered all their endorsements, links to all their, their website and social media, and then uh, obviously they answer an issue survey or they get the opportunity to. But what makes iVoterGuide really unique is that not only that we do that deep dive, but we evaluate every candidate that is contested and give them a, a rating of their our, our based on the data, how we think they will vote if they are elected to public office from verified conservative to verified liberal. And then it's available for free. You enter your voting address. You'll see the races on your ballot with that um, that gauge for each candidate. But you can also look at the data for yourself by clicking their name. So just a tool to help people identify who they want to vote for. Uh, how much work and energy and effort went into this? Because I can just imagine uh, all the number of candidates that I have to follow, but you guys probably have a lot more. Well, it, it just in Indiana, we covered uh, about 200 candidates in the Republican primary nationwide this year um, because we are in all 50 states covering all the federal candidates. In about 35 states, we are covering the statewide and state legislative candidates. So we're estimating about 12,000 candidates will be evaluated. We spend about four hours on each candidate average uh, because in 2020, it was about 30,000 hours of research. So a lot more than I would want to do on my own that goes into uh, the research on the candidates. Now, when you talk about uh, the criteria for what's considered conservative, what's considered liberal, uh, you know as well as anyone, those uh, definitions tend to change from time to time. Uh, so, And also they're, they're sort, of, sort of moving targets as well. So I guess my question is how do you determine you know, who's conservative and who isn't conservative? Well, we, we look at a broad spectrum of issues. It's not a single issue voter guide. It's we look at you know life and religious liberty and limited government, national security, immigration, broad spectrum of issues because you know there are tweaks over the time over time, um, but we're trying to average that out really and to be a uh, a broad spectrum evaluation. So obviously life is is really important to us as a conservative. We're a Christian organization, um, but you know it's not a voter guide only for Christian voters. It's just that's our motivation for doing what we do. Uh, so life is important. Limited government is 
is important. Um, and, and, you know, it, it is the reason we have volunteer panelists that come up with these evaluations is that there's some subjectivity that goes into it. But we work really hard to have a, a defined criteria. You can read about that on our website at our FAQ page. There's a site item on your ballot that says learn about our ratings and what they mean. Um, we do seek to be accurate, you know, due to the best of our ability. Now, it's interesting. Uh, this is primarily uh, you know, to assist faith-based voters uh, find candidates they think and uh, sort of maybe sort of fit their their political bailiwick. But you said it's not just for faith-based voters. Oh, completely. It's just it's research. It's just we're seeking to find, you know, what have they done? What have they said? But more so, what have they done? That is really what our rating is based upon is not just the, the rhetoric or the promises, but what are the actions in the past? That's why we look at the campaign finance data. Um, but, you know, we have questions that are, you know, issues that if you're not a faith based voter, those are important, too. And if you, you know, frequently in a, in a especially in a primary, candidates will be rated about the same. They're, they're all kind of what we would put in our conservative range. But there may be an issue that's more important to you. Maybe it's immigration. Maybe it's the economy. And you can click on their, you know, their photo. You can click on their name. There's a more button. And you can look at all the data that we've got. You can read through their website. We've gathered all the links for you right under their name. You can read how they've answered the questions and see if that candidate shares your values, you know, and what issue is most important to you. Because, you know, we're all kind of different. Um, so it's just a tool to help you to vote wisely. Our guest on the program today is Debbie Wolfnow. She's the president of iVoterGuide.com. It's their division of the American Family Association, a faith-based organization, uh, but their voter guide can be used for folks who aren't necessarily in that faith-based community. Uh, now, uh, they want to just uh, make it clear uh, to our audience that you guys do not endorse candidates. No, we do not endorse candidates. We don't tell you who to vote for. We just give you a tool to decide for yourself. We don't take money from candidates. We just want to get empower people to vote with to vote with information because information is power, and too many people don't vote because they don't know who to vote for. So that's the void we step into. And it's also interesting too because I want to say in primaries you get uh, sometimes you get voters who are a little bit more either to the left or to the right to where the general population is. Uh, is there anything in this uh, in your voter guide? That would assist those those general election voters who who maybe it's like you know you know what uh, all I have is Republicans in my area all I have are Democrats in my area. Well, in that air in that case, and 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 since we we only cover the Republican primary, uh, just a bandwidth limiting issue. So you know if you're a, Repu a Republican and you want to make sure somebody shares your values, the real choice is in the in the primary. So you can vote with for somebody who you know more aligns with your issues as opposed to the people that are more on the extremes. That we have the information for you to identify those those candidates as well. Um, also, uh, I want to say uh, you guys not only look at uh, standard rates, but also look at open rates, open seats, too, uh, particularly uh, the 9th Congressional District in southeastern Indiana, where Trey Hollingsworth, who's a congressman, is not running for election. And now my, my running joke is anybody who's not running for Congress, please raise your hand and take a step forward. <laughs> Well, those open seats do become, uh, I will, won't say cattle call, but kind of like there's a lot of candidates who step in. I think there's nine candidates running in that race. Um, we've got some races that uh, Alaska, the, the congressional seat, there's like over 40 candidates that are running. So uh, that's when the, the, the need for information is greater, right? When you've got more candidates, how are you going to choose? And too many people just become overwhelmed and stay home. And we, we want people to engage in the in our Republican form of government and for everybody that role is at least to vote. So that's what I would regret is there to help you do. Uh, how do you uh, distinguish between a, uh, an incumbent candidate versus a challenger versus an open seat versus someone uh, who may may held a public office in one uh, one area or, and is not running for a new public office? 
Well, we do look at more of the history of what they've done. So if there's somebody running from Congress and they, you know, have never been in Congress, obviously, but maybe they were a state legislator, we can gather their scorecards as a state legislator as a predictor of how they're going to vote when they're in Congress. Um, and that's because actions are the best predictor of what they're going to do in the future. So we that's why we do the broad spectrum of data that we're, we're trying to get, because, you know, I am excited this year. More people are stepping into public office, but if they've never held public office, we still get to let them answer the survey. We still, you know, can read through their Facebook posts and their tweets and their website to see more about what they're going to say. And, um, you know, it's, it, it's, it's a little bit harder when they're new candidates, but that's why we have our volunteers who help us to dig and to find that data. The volunteers ideally are locally, so they, they might know those people just locally and provide us more information. Um, and, and, you know, so if somebody's been in office, it's a lot easier because they've got scorecards. They've obviously been getting and receiving more money, so we have more data in there. But our, our criteria is, is um, applied the same to every candidate. I will tell you the verified ratings that we have, a verified liberal or verified conservative, you have to have proven your uh, your beliefs by action. So that's uh, it takes a scorecard or it takes, you know, very public action of testifying before Congress or before, you know, state legislature. So getting out there in the public and, t- and making a very public stand. But the criteria applies to everybody. And, uh, you know, the more data points, the better. So uh, get your get your information out there and let the voters see it. Our guest on the program today is Debbie Wuthnow. Uh, she is the president of iVoterGuide.com. Uh, they basically put together a, a voting guide, uh, particularly for the faith-based community, but anyone uh, is more than welcome to download and use it to help them make a decision uh, if they're going to vote uh, in the in the Republican primary. Uh, Debbie, let me ask you, because this is something that has popped up a number of times here in Indiana. You've got a lot of incumbents, uh, Republican law, state lawmakers. We also got a lot of uh, challengers as well. And the, some of those challengers have put out uh, information that, that that is best misleading. Uh, and it's a good thing they weren't testifying under oath because they'd be arrested for perjury. Uh, so, so my question is, how do you separate the, the wheat from the chafe, so to speak? Well, every data point that we put on iVoterGuide, we, we, we do our very best to validate it, and we give you the source for that data. So it's not just a he said, she said, but we look for publicly attributable, uh, verifiable information. So when you read, if you click on the more page or for, a, for a candidate, and you'll see if we've put something in there, a, a statement or whatever, we'll, we'll include the source. So it's not just what we're saying. Um, and that's the best we can do is to try to dig and try to dig to find the truth. As a Christian group, that is what we it's, we seek to be above board, to be to have integrity, to be um, truthful. And that's why we let you guys trust but verify by looking at all the data that we've used to evaluate them. And speaking of, of that data, because uh, one thing I'm thinking of in particular is, uh, let's say the legislature, you know, there are lots of votes uh, that someone will take on, say, on the, on, the, on the abortion issue. And they may vote for one bill, but they'll necessarily vote for another bill. Uh, how does that? How do, how do you sort of use that information to sort of rate, you know, how conservative someone is, or how how the, how how conservative they're not? Because obviously, uh, someone can introduce legislation that says, "Hey, I want to ban all abortions under any circumstances." Someone says, "No, I just want to do it. Or the mother's life is in danger." Some say rape or incest. So I guess my question is, how do you how do you figure, how do you rate them based on on, those, on some of those sliding scales of issues? Well, those are the subjective things. So we do have a question on our survey of, you know, abortion exceptions. What, which exceptions would you allow for abortion? And that does help us put them onto that sliding scale. When we look at scorecards, um, we don't actually score individual votes, but we gather, we go to organizations that look at 
uh, that create scorecards that gather together t- 5, 10, 15, 20, 50 different record votes and come out with a scorecard like National Right to Life or Indiana Right to Life or um, – you know, even Planned Parenthood, there's a club for growth, other groups that score candidates. So we gather those that are getting their looking at the individual votes to come up with a scorecard and and gathering as many of those scorecards as we can. Again, the, the goal being just like when you see an image on the computer, it's it's composed of dots. It's composed of pixels. The more pixels, the better the image. So the more data points we can get on candidates, the better the portrayal of, of their their views and their positions. Debbie Weth now with us for a few more minutes on the program today as we talk about the iVoterGuide.com, uh, something that folks in the faith-based community uh, have been using for quite a while to help them make decisions about uh, who to vote for, uh, particularly in the Republican primary. Uh, I want to say, Debbie, uh, not only is it uh, scorecards and position on key issues are in there, but you also have information on uh, polling places, hours, and locations. Yeah, we try to make it just a one-stop shop for voting information. So if you go to iVoterGuide.com, you enter your address, you'll see your ballot. But over on the side, you will see, you know, find out where your polling place is. Find out when your registration dates are. We'll let you know. If you get on our email list, we'll send you when early voting opens. We'll send you when we release the next voter guide in your state. Even if there's a special election in the future that comes up and and happens to be your congressional district, when we release that voter guide, we will let you know. So uh, as much information about those elections as we can and get in the hands of voters that is our goal and uh, you can find it at ivoterguide.com you can find it if you get on our email list we'll send it directly to you uh before i let you go here uh, my big question is uh how useful do you think this voter guide will be not, not just here in indiana but across the country I think that there is a need for truth and information. I think that people uh, aren't, can't always trust all of the media to portray what's really going on, to talk about the issues important to them. And sometimes they don't even trust what candidates say. So iVoterGuide is there to gather all the information into one place for you so that you can vet it for yourself, so that you can participate in this this blessed uh, system of government we have in America. And uh, it, you share it with your friends and family across the nation. One, you URL, iVoterGuide.com, works in all 50 states. So um, we're even expanding into some school board races in, uh, across the nation as we grow and expand. So uh, it's it's there to help you. It's not there to tell you what to do. But I hope you find iVoterGuide useful and we'll go check it out. Uh, let me ask you, how do you do school board races? Because school board races are traditionally uh, nonpartisan. They are nonpartisan. We have a special team that has come up with a different slightly slant on it. So we we do some Freedom of Information Act to look at um, how have they voted in party primaries. We're still doing the diving and into their Facebook and looking at what they're saying. But we're also even reading some school board minutes if people have been on school boards, working with what we call local boots on the ground that are attending those school board meetings to give us insight. So it's a different beast. Uh, it's similar, but it's slightly different. And we're building that procedure and working with local groups to get that information out. There's uh, 20 districts we covered in Texas um, in May 2021. There's We've got covering races in Montana and Georgia and Texas and North Carolina this year, some in Florida and in some other states. And um, as we continue to grow and build it, uh, we'd love to cover even more. Uh, any worry or concern that because you folks are sort of uh, part of the, the American Family Institute, sort of that faith-based uh, group that some folks may question, well, obviously, if this person you know, is, a, is a conservative, they're very strong pro-life, very pro-Second Amendment, obviously, they're going to get a high rating versus someone who isn't. 
Now, uh, look through it. You'll see that they don't all get a high rating. Uh, we There's a, quite a range even in the Republican primary of the ratings that get there. Uh, there's moderates. There's liberals because, you know, there are there's this phrase of Republican in name only. And so they have to the candidates have to earn the rating that they get. And if their votes have not been consistent with conservative values, then that's the rate they're going to get a rating that's consistent with how they voted. All right. Well, Debbie, what's now uh, the president of iVoterGuide.com. Debbie, thank you very much for being with us. If somebody wants to get some more information about the Voter Guide, where can they go? How can they find it? The best place is at iVoterGuide.com. That's the letter I-V-O-T-E-R-G-U-I-D-E.com. And contact us. Join our email list. Um, we'll answer your questions. And we just be, be, we want to be a resource to you. So let us know how we can help. All right. Debbie, what's now? Debbie, thank you very much for being with us. We do appreciate it. Thank you for having me. All right. Now, I forgot to ask you one question. So this will just take two seconds here. And okay. we are coming in three, two, one. Uh, Debbie with now with us, uh, the president of iVoterGuide.com. Debbie, uh, with these midterm elections, as important, uh, how important is the voter guide to helping voters make these decisions in this midterm elections with so much so much at stake in our country these days? Well, uh, our country is really on the cusp of determining, determining the direction we're going to go. We've seen uh, a move towards the far left. We've moved, seen, you know, socialism versus capitalism. Are we going to have uh, lockdowns and, or are we going to have freedom? And those directions are determined by the people that we vote for. If you're pleased or not pleased with what's going on in your state or in your city, you need to participate in government. And iVoterGuide there is there for a resource to help you uh, make your voice heard because we, the people, have the uh, the highest power in this land. So where the direction we go, Green New Deal or uh, protecting life, you know, uh, if Roe gets turned overturned with Dobbs, uh, the issue of life comes back to every state legislature. So all of those issues are important, and we want people to be engaged in the system. This podcast was produced and edited by Chris Spangle and Leaders and Legends, LLC. If you're interested in starting a podcast or taking yours to the next level, please contact us at leadersandlegends.net.